we're live we're live <laughs> hey we're live what's up everybody what's up everyone everyone thank you guys so much for joining the cash geeks network show it's every tuesday night at 6 30 p.m eastern time in the cash geeks network facebook group you could also go to youtube.com forward slash cash geeks and you can check out all of our past videos but remember every tuesday 6 30 p.m eastern time live we go live with some incredibly professional talented individual in the real estate space or in the business space in general but today guys as you guys can clearly see we've got my man jesse lane on the show so glad to be here bro oh man this i'm pumped. Epic. man thanks for doing this man we yeah. truly appreciate it dude. i've heard so much about you guys man yeah 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 i mean and we're just honored to, to have you on people like yourself and uh we just you know we're here to learn we're here to pick your brain and we're yeah. here to just absorb everything we can and dude i'm here to be picked <laughs> i i take typically not picked for free <laughs> my brain's typically not picked for free like jesse lane consulting.com people go there and they pay eight hundred bucks an hour or so to, yeah to to consult with me and every time someone books a cons consultation i always raise my price because <laughs> yeah it's like you know supply and demand and but you hey, hear that guys you guys get it for free tonight for the next hour so any questions that you got go ahead and plug those in the comments and we'll try to get to everyone that we can here tonight yeah Mr. Jesse, man, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm not going to drag it on, but drag I am yeah, drag it on, man. No, I don't want to bore anybody, but like I'm I'm Jesse Lane. I'm the CEO and founder of J Lane Construction. So we're a commercial general contracting company in Jacksonville, Florida. So we specialize in commercial construction and multifamily renovations and new build. Um, we do anything from airplane hangers to dessert shops to breweries to uh oxygen bottling facilities to i mean you name it anything commercial we're doing animal clinics back to back for the same client that just calls us back to back so j lane construction you know dot com it's a great place to to learn more if you really want to dive in also jesse lane on youtube i have tons of videos i have 203 videos i just looked wow up. yeah and so i've been on youtube man since 2006. we talked about that earlier yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a long time dude i was like a little whippersnapper yeah. But what got you into go what drew you to YouTube? Because no one was on it two thousand. Well, dude, so if you watch my so um Mike, the, the video guy, just watched my documentary. Yeah. And, uh, you gotta watch it next week. Oh, uh, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's fifty-eight minutes. Uh it's called the first thirty years. I'm about to turn thirty-one, but anyway, I dropped it on my birthday when I turned thirty. Nice. And it starts out with me screaming coming out of my mom. You know what I'm saying? No, it does not. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. And literally, um Is that like a replication video of, you know? No, it's this is that's the whole point is it's, it's literally i was on camera since the day i came into earth okay so it wasn't yeah. youtube though well <laughs> well now it is <laughs> now it is because now it's on youtube <laughs> but so you asked how did i get started on youtube and it's kind of like from from that moment my dad always had a camera oh jesse's three jesse's five jesse's seven and i'm like always on camera there wasn't really too many times where i wasn't on yeah. camera so i really got to kind of get that under my belt so I was so comfortable being on camera. It's almost like home to me. It's just like really natural. So I almost can't not have a YouTube channel at that point. You know what right, I mean? You know what right. I mean? It's like, it's like, that's like a co, um, I forget, I don't know the word, but like a alter universe to being an entrepreneur. Uh -huh. It's almost like you can't not have a business. You can't go work for someone else as an entrepreneur. I'm kind of switching gears a little bit, but yeah, we can always go back to YouTube, but I'm an entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. And so, so it's like, well, how do you become an entrepreneur? Well, how do you know you're ready to become an entrepreneur? Like, I get that question a lot. Sure. If you're like, I would be suffocating to to not be an entrepreneur. If I was, I'd be suffocating to to work for someone else. And not that working for someone else is a bad thing, but it is if you are an, an entrepreneur at the core, a natural born entrepreneur. Yeah. Anyway, total sense. Yeah, so yeah. YouTube. So same same with YouTube. I feel like it was I was a natural, natural born YouTuber. So so YouTube came out, you blended yourself <laughs> into it, mm -hmm. you were just one with YouTube. Exactly. Like my friends and I, thanks for the beer too. Oh, you're welcome. We'd always be making skating. We gotta videos. get the truth out of you somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> one more beer and you got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah typically sure. I never drink more than one or maybe two. Two's like my limit. So oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> But hey, Mike, get a third, Mike. You get a third. Not so they're real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you were YouTube. I mean, you were on film since you were born. Oh, so my friends YouTube and I. YouTube since 2006. Exactly. We would make skateboarding videos, snowboarding videos, and we would sit there editing late into the night on iMovie. At what age? At like 12, 11. Like I'm sitting there on iMovie. No like, way. Editing like crazy. We're adding like 
the text that goes across it. We'd be jumping off like there was this quarry yeah. um, across the street from where we lived, and it was like this abandoned quarry. Like a quarry is where they blast dynamite um, in into the earth, and they take you know you'd probably you know, like flipping a house, right. qu quartz, granite, you know, yep. to, like get oh, the yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Quarry. So, long story short, uh, we would go and we'd, it would fill up with water, so we would jump off this like hundreds of feet of like this quarry that you'd go down and you would climb up and you'd jump up. So we'd be filming that. We'd be filming our skateboarding crazy stuff. And like Jackass was like my, Bam Margera was my hero when I was like okay. 11. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the guy I wanted to be. Okay. Thank God I was not that guy. <laughs> These days. Life went in a little bit different of a direction. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now I just have a herniated disc. So. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I, I've been curious about because the more I learn about you, the more interested I am in the direction that you've taken in your professional lifestyle. Yeah. What I mean by that is you're in construction and you've done a lot of unique projects. Right? Yeah. And the life that we're in is real estate. And not that you're not in real estate, you're also in real estate. And we can go into that in a little mm -hmm. bit as well. But from what I've experienced for wholesalers, flippers and buying holders, they really don't want to mess with the construction part. They want to mm. hire that out or right. they want to manage the crews or whatever. And you're kind of like deep in that world. What right. drove you in that direction? And it, that's surprising to me because a lot of people that I know, they just don't want any part. They're kind of scared of it. Manage it. They're it's hard. Of it. It's a tough sport. Yeah. When I cut that first piece of wood with that skill saw, you know, I was like, yeah. <clears throat> well, magic that, that felt good. You know, huh. and it was kind of like I found my passion and I talk about this a lot on the interviews that I do and everything where what does it take to find your passion and how did I find mine and blah, blah, blah. I believe everyone has a passion, you know, right. you just have to find it. Maybe it takes you a little bit longer to find it. I was blessed to find mine at a really young age. OK, so I found that passion and mine happened to be construction. I'm built for it. My grandfather was into construction and real estate. My, and a, he was an entrepreneur and my dad has hit a, his own painting business okay. and he never really scaled to like the scale that I've scaled to my eight figure business or whatever. Okay. But <clears throat> at this point, I'm just following that passion path. It's like a light beam of growth. Okay. Once you enter into it, that's the passion light beam I always talk about, which is so cool. Like the people watching, like if you can find your passion light beam, then you're golden, you know? And maybe it's being a greeter at Walmart, or maybe it's doing this or doing that. Or maybe it's real estate wholesaling, or maybe it's commercial general contracting, right. you know? But for me, part of my passion too is this. I love this so much. I love cameras. I love pe the people. It's not the camera, it's the people beyond. I've learned the camera so I could talk to you watching, you know? It's the audience that I, and I just hit 30,000 YouTube subscribers like two days ago, Man. which is so, which is, it's it's cool to have like this core niche. It's not a hundred thousand. It's not three hundred thousand. Whatever, but it's thirty thousand contractors that want to grow their businesses and watch the content. And you know, it's just it's just awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, from what I'm from what I've been exposed to, I, I don't I just don't see very many other contracting companies out there doing what oh, you dude, do. Who's doing it, bro? Yourself, you know, yeah. showing the accomplishments, showing yeah. the steps and the ways. And, dude, and how you to nailed it on so the that, head. That's, yeah, that's amazing, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you, you for that. You, if you're a business owner, I mean, you gotta out there you know networking um social media social media is the new networking you know yeah i mean we're net networking in person right now but maybe when we're done you're gonna go watch the documentary you're gonna go check out my youtube channel maybe watch a video but you know cool nice uh, you know whatever it is i'm getting into contracting <laughs> exactly i have people come up to me i was just at this dlp capital event <clears throat> oh yeah because yeah. I, I bought a 10 plex and i was there at their award show but anyway yeah i met don winner and anyway all these really cool guys but long story short um what was it crap where were i just i was thinking just about networking networking yeah yeah they all come up to me they're like they, you don't see the likes but they're like i've seen i've seen your youtube videos jesse they're awesome and i'm like oh i didn't even know you were watching right, right right you know what i mean yeah that always surprised me because we're not nearly as big as you are in social media we have a little bit of a following and we want to be relevant to the community yeah. we want to give back which is why we have the show yeah but there's always so many people that I never anticipated that ever knew about me that do know about me exactly. that have seen the videos, yep. even though they haven't liked or commented, yep. they've watched and I've, I've and seen they've watched a lot. Yeah, exactly. And <clears throat> so I haven't watched a lot of your show because, you know, just time and stuff like that. But I know who you are. I know who Cash Geeks is. I see you guys around town. Like even behind the screen right here is just like the branding on point. Thank you, sir. Crushing it. Yeah. So anyway.
Well, do me a favor because yeah. construction and construction at the level that you're at is extremely admirable. So I want to get to that. But yeah. when you first started, you said you ran the saw, you got yeah. excited. How did you how did you get into starting to do projects? And what were your first projects? So when my guy that I was working for, my my old boss, Sean Reyes, said, You need to start your own LLC. That was the moment where I was like, dang, I can do this. <clears throat> I knew it was inside of me. So I started my own LLC. Then I just started going on Thumbtack, Home Advisor, Angie's List, and just going out there and building a set of stairs myself. Like if I had to, I was like 20 years old at this point. So you had experience working for someone else prior. Correct. Okay. Yes. So I mean, since I was 14 when I lived in Texas, and you'll see on the documentary and sure. whatever. But long story short, I grew up in Pennsylvania until 14, moved to Texas until 18, and moved to Iowa for like nine months. Then I moved to Jacksonville. So it was like four states. But Long story short, the Texas is where I found my passion, which is I'm so thankful for that. But then the Jacksonville was where I started my business. Okay. And so how did I get those first few jobs and everything like that was I took the leap of faith. I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? You know, like if you're starting to or thinking about starting your own business, just think what's the worst that can happen? You know, so you fail. Maybe you do and you, you can always kind of go back, but you can't go back in time and start a business 10 years ago and 10 years from now. You know what I mean? So long story short, I just started getting some smaller projects. You got to start small, but then you got to do great work and then you get those reviews. And then I had my camera speaking about cameras and I filmed a client testimonial video. So even as early as one of the first few jobs you were yeah. trying to Dude, you should, I did a little kitchen, kitchen remodel. Yeah. Documenting from day one. That's amazing. Maybe not the set of stairs, but I was like, you know, whatever I could do to be like, look guys, Everyone in the world, this client loved my work and they would recommend J Lane Construction to go build their little deck or go build their kitchen. That's how I started. Right. You know? Right. Okay. And then for some random reason, this commercial client calls me. It was a 6,000 square foot uh, commercial tenant improvement for a while. How, how did that person find you? Google. How did they even Google? That's okay. it. Google. So were you 95% of the clients that call us today? Maybe like 90 or 85 now that we have like a lot of more like repeat business, but sure. Google. Google. Google okay. my business. You, you were running ads at that time? No, I never run, ran one ad. Never ran one Still ad. Still haven't That's run just ad. organic reach. Organic reach. Through Google. So I started out with seven months of SEO on J Lane Construction. Mm -hmm. uh, I paid like 700 bucks a month, like as like a young whippersnapper, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to get everything like backlinked and like started correctly, you know, set up correctly. But then like I, I stopped doing that. But I think, I don't even know, like, did it help? Did it not? I think it did. But then I, then I got five-star reviews. Then I built an amazing website on Squarespace and I put client testimonial videos on the website. I always built my website to say, how could a client not hire me? Also, this client knows me before they even call me. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's a big one. If they know you before they call you, how could they not hire you? Bingo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So then, so this guy called, right? And I was like, going, I, you know, I answered the phone, whatever. So I got out there with my little boots. I was like 20, 20 years old. And um, long story short, had kind of an idea of what I was doing, yep. you know, but I got the job done. I pulled in the right people. What was the job? It was a 6,000 square foot waxing center. It was, it was to build one? To, uh, it was a renovation, tenant improvement. Renovation. So okay. tenant improvement is like you go into, okay. Yeah. It was, uh, oh, commercial. Off okay. Yeah. 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 So it's like, they literally they wax people's private private parts <laughs> uh yeah was it brazil brazil's oh yeah i i, I my built, old I built office for my first business was in that exact no park. way we were neighbors with that place oh wow that was my first commercial was project above ever. services we were a, a mortgage field service we were really? a multi-state property preservation company mm. yeah, yeah so we were neighbors with uh your first project that's so cool that's man. amazing what and when was that if you got to take that no, no no it's okay when, three, three calls it? in a row yeah, that was okay. like I was like 22, so I'm 31 now, just about. So, okay. nine, nine, ten years. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we built it. Then they did a client testimonial video for me. You know, I got my way through the project. You know, brought in the right people. Clients. That's amazing. Didn't they have like yeah. like shades in the windows? Beautiful. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So client testimonial video, and then that's what started everything. That's what started my commercial career. Then, like, then like a year later or so, I was talking to this guy, George Headley which uh, we're going to start doing some content together because he's not on YouTube or anything at all, but I read his book. Okay. And long story short, he's like a consultant guy that I was consulting with. And he's like, get that residential stuff off your website. 
I was like, but George, like, I need it. Like, you know, because it's what, like what scary. What was the residential stuff? Just like all the kitchens and additions. And, oh, yeah. yeah and okay. I'll build you a house. And like anything that's not commercial general contracting. And this is probably, I don't even know the year that was. I don't, I don't know. Okay. A bunch of years ago. Six, sure. seven years ago. So then I did it. And it's been up, up, up and up and up ever since. I mean, we've been the number one fastest growing business on the Inc. 5000. Faster, faster growing than like healthcare providers. And like, I'm talking number one in Jacksonville for any business, not just construction companies. So, and then we've been awarded best general contractor in Jacksonville four years in a row. Amazing. Starting in 2019. So 20 and 21, 22. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I've got two questions for you. All right. I want to know what is your biggest project? And I also want to know what is your most unique project? Okay, cool. So well, my <clears throat> what used to be my biggest was a 40,000 square foot auto dealership. 40,000. Yeah. On 55 acres. And like wow. a big site, you know, like, like it was for Copart. They're a top 100 company in the nation. And they do, they might even be global, but anyway, they do like cars, like auction anyway, but we, we did a whole thing. But now, um, that's like a, it's, I've been dwarfed by these multifamily jobs. So right now we're turning a 116 unit hotel into apartments off of Bay Meadows road. Okay. You could go buy it, uh, 8737 Bay Meadows road. Okay. So it's Lennox Cove, but, um, so we're working with, you know, an investment group. I, I don't know if I am allowed to say their name or whatever, but they, they bought it and, um, and we're turning it into apartments. And so that's, can't, probably can't talk too much about numbers because like, yeah, okay. you know, but it's, it's many, it's, yeah, it's up there close to eight figures kind of thing. But it seems really unique, a conversion like that. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like COUs and just like site work. There's just so many things that you have to, you know, we got, we've gotten, my team especially has gotten really good with dealing with the city, you know, the building officials, the code compliance officers. And, you know, to be transparent, we've, we've made some mistakes. Yeah. And, sure. but the benefit, the beautiful thing about life is when you make mistakes, sometimes it's for the better, right? Yeah. You can learn from your failures. Um, and so we're still on, right? I saw the screen go blank. Yeah. So um, we've taken those failures and I've actually gotten really tight with the, with like the code compliance guys that, I mean, you know, we text and they watch my YouTube videos and oh, the fire marshal awesome. watches my YouTube videos. You know, it's like, it's just, I mean, you know, it's cool. So a 40,000 square foot warehouse yeah no, no you said dealership yeah it was so can you give the people an idea of that size structure because i don't want people to think you know two thousand four thousand square foot house like right how big is that it's forty thousand square yeah feet. <laughs> that's true that's true yeah no but i i feel you man i mean it's like i mean how amazon? big is your office yeah it's like an amazon warehouse i mean i don't well no i don't actually i have no yeah. idea that could be a hundred thousand yeah. both sides include is about ten thousand square feet okay yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is a great or space. seven. No, I'm sorry, seven thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it was cool. I mean, all roll up doors and you know, a huge, beautiful office with polished concrete mm -hmm. floors and like got their Copart stripe. There's they, they were very particular about that blue stripe that goes specific number of inches down from the ceiling <laughs> grid. Like it's got to be perfect, you know. And the floor can't have any divots in it. You gotta. So anyway, we just worked really, right. really tight. I mean, we do daily logs on the mobile app. We're very tech centered. So yeah. We love tech and okay. it's almost like I'm running a tech company, but yeah. I'm not, but it's like we use builder trend, which is like another app that we use. I didn't build the app, but we use the app really heavily and we use other tech. I've built a whole, this is something I actually did build as an internal website for our employee systems. Okay. So people always come to me and they read e-myth by, uh, uh, yeah, I love the comment. Um, the, the e-myth by Michael E. Gerber, yep, Gerber and they're talking about systems and like, well, how do I actually systemize it? And you go and you talk to someone, um, or read books and you're like, yeah, give, give all your employees like a three ring binder. And then whenever you update a system, like rip that page out, if it's wrong, put the thing back in, let's three rings so you can easily put it in everyone's right. binders. Right. What if you have 50 employees? What if you have 150 employees? So it's like, I built an internal website on Squarespace. I'm actually, I sell the template now on jessielaneconsulting.com nice. and it's like 4,700 bucks, but it's my whole construction business systems in a box. And it's changing people's lives. I've sold like 15 of them. And it's just like, people are freaking out. They, e they private email me. They're just like, I had no idea that you would include all of your culture, all of your project manager, your superintendent roles, your, your admin. Dude, that's all of your secrets. It's all my secrets. Whoa, sorry. I was okay. cracking my finger. I mean, you're excited. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, it's all about like it, roles because you have to document roles, right? So hopefully we're good. Right, Mike? 
<laughs> all right, cool. So you, you have to get all your roles like documented or else people aren't going to know what yeah. they're doing, you know? So, but this, this internal website has, has it all. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool to take tech and really utilize it, you know, within a business. So if you're selling that binder to them, does that teach them how to use tech for that business or does it give them the option to utilize the same type of program that you're utilizing yeah, 100%. or do they have to go through you or you have to give them no. access to special things you've built? Right. No, not at all. So it's okay. all theirs. <clears throat> so it takes everything that I've built. I transfer the, the whole ownership of the website. Pretty much. I make a copy of the Squarespace website that I've built yeah. as a template that I assign them as an admin and transfer the ownership. I do all that. They don't touch it. They don't have right, to worry right, about right. it, yeah. but it's very turnkey for the buyer of this website template because so it's pretty much it's built for construction internal systems for your employees that's what it is nice and one thing i can't stop thinking about jesse is when i think about large projects or if i think about projects at scale i think about the cookie cutter aspect of things right mm. i'm a builder I build a I build a single family home really well. Yeah. I have this template. I want to do the same thing on every lot throughout Jacksonville. Right. You're building very <clears throat> large, unique projects, commercial grade projects. Each one's different. Each one is different, mm -hmm. right? So I mean, are you nervous when you take these projects on? Butterflies? Do you, do <laughs> you turn them down anything down? Like what goes through your mind when you Great start taking question. these jobs on? We have like a really strict client qualification process. We don't just bid every job that comes in our door. I did that a lot and I really got hurt because you spent all your time bidding these jobs that they're like, they already have another bid. They're just getting the bid from you to see if you could be lower, but I'm not lower. I'm not the low guy. I'm never the low guy. Yeah. I'm the medium guy with the highest value. So, um, but every client, every client's different, but also every project's different. So you have to kind of like have really quality people working for you and your team to marry those those two things, like the client and the project. And then it takes our team and you kind of mesh. And if we don't fit that mesh mold, because if it has to align, right? So yeah. boom, if we're like, oh, and that initial call, we really hit it off. And it's like, you have you have the rough budget for the job. You we've talked rough idea on scope. You know, you know, you don't have to know exactly what you want, but it's like yeah. if we can talk about what you want and then talk, that'll help us get our rough conceptual pricing together. And if we're like, that job's a million dollars. And you're like, well, I wanted to spend a quarter million. Sorry, but we, we can't do your job. <laughs> you know sure, what I mean? Sure, and sure. so, so that's kind of our qualification process. It's very, a lot more in depth than that. But, um, hopefully I'm trying to think if I answered your question. Yeah. Best, yeah. Best I think, I think for yeah. the most part you answered the question. Yeah. The next thing that I was curious about yeah. is your growth path. Sometimes people get mm. to a certain point where right. they're doing jobs or jobs of a certain size. They're making a certain amount of income. They're happy. You chose mm -hmm. to go beyond that. Right. Why? Dude, I think I'm just so, I'm a naturally driven person. And so I I'm, I'll never be stuck at mediocre, okay. you know? And so like, I don't know, like if, if you, if you just want to have a million dollar business and I think a million, maybe a million or $2 million business is more stressful than a 10, $15 million business, which is okay. kind of where I am at now because like I have a C-suite, I have a COO, a CTO, you know, and I'm the CEO for now, but sure. if I'm maybe on a 50 to hundred million, I might not be the CEO. Now there are probably some like bigger mistakes that could happen or whatever. Like if you're doing 50, hundred million, like, or 500 million <laughs> or a billion, like I can't imagine maybe that's like a whole new world. Maybe in my forties I'll be, I, but maybe, maybe I don't, maybe there's a sweet spot, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I have been on this trajectory where it's just like thousand percent growth, like every year, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so like, uh, at least at least doubled in some years and then like one year we hit like nine nine hundred or more percent growth so so yeah. can you explain a little bit more yeah. to the viewers on why you think the one to two million dollar business might be a little bit more stressful yeah for sure so it's I like you said you had the c-suite exactly so yeah. it's more about like project management right so if you can't really afford that hundred uh hundred and something thousand dollar a year project manager you're going to be doing it all yourself right so you have to have enough sales to afford hiring the right people. And then you really can't hire like an admin person or you're too cheap because you really aren't <laughs> making. So then you're doing all your bookkeeping and your admin and, you know, or maybe you're doing hiring out those things, but you're, you're the superintendent. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, just like just wearing a lot of hats, wearing a lot of hats. And, and that's just what, what was such a struggle 
uh, in the beginning of my company. And I really had to persevere the first five years. Gotcha. It was so hard the first five years. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I'm talking no, I still really, but like no Netflix, no, like the first five years I'm referring to at this point, no friends. I mean, like I had friends and like I'm saying like, no, like I'm out to the movies with friends kind of thing. I would eventually like break down to like, I'm like grinding my bones. Like, okay, I'll go out to dinner, you know, with friends. But it's like, you, there really is a sacrifice to starting a business. I, I'm sure you're well aware. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember my first business. Uh, this is uh, my second major business that we've owned. My first company was for the first four years. It was, uh, it was 6 AM until midnight Yeah, every day, seven days a week for the first four years. Yeah. Um, sounds about right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the type of business that we were in was mortgage field services. So were we you had married a lot of, then? Are you? I, I got married when I started the business. Okay. Oh, smart. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Cause when I first started, it was, uh, it, it, I mean, I was studying to be a firefighter. So I was in fire school. Mm-hmm. I was studying to be an EMT. I worked full-time for Citigroup. I worked in a, a customer, customer service call center in the retention department. Mm. Um, and then if I was going to, uh, get a job as a firefighter, mm-hmm. I was going to take half of the <clears> salary pay cut. Cause I was making about 70 to 80 grand at that time. Mm-hmm. Firefighters in Jacksonville are making 30 to start. Mm. So Dang. I started, that's when I started my first business and my wife was pregnant with our firstborn. Wow. That's a so lot. We had all that going on that's at one time. Yeah. yeah. So it was a, it was an interesting experience. Wow. Yeah. So how did you get through that? Um, 6 a.m. until midnight right. for, for the first four years. So is, uh, it, so is it about hours or is it about deep work? Quality, work um, on, focus on the right things. I think it was about putting in the time, the grit and the effort yeah. to get to where I can step back and to have things taken care of. Kind of similar to maybe you with the C-suite. Mm-hmm. You've got individuals in place and before you had them in place, you were doing kind of all of it on your own. Yeah. Which I've done that for years and kind of we have a little bit of setback in our company now. Right. Taking on a lot of responsibilities that have offset. Yeah. Dang. Uh, yeah, which is fine. To scale I mean, it's, a, like it's a bittersweet thing. I mean, it's it's sweet. Have you because, talked about that publicly at all? Uh, a little bit. I mean, it's we're not hiding it. Right. We're not hiding it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we had 30 individuals and now we, there's eight of us. So we scaled back to eight and, you know, we took some of those hats that we offset. We took them back on. Right. So we're filming this uh, December 6, 2022. Not really sure what the feds are going to do with their rates. Uh, you're a wholesaler and there's a recession and there's just you know so many things. Funny about this. The <clears throat> funny part is when, when I pivoted and got into wholesaling mm-hmm. with my partner, Gonzalo, mm-hmm. we were taught in some of the trainings that wholesaling is a recession proof business. Mm. That kind of it is like you can still get deals done and you can still Depends go direct to sellers. Right. But tons of buyers, they just, they go out of the market. That's, and we're learning this now because mm. we didn't know that, you know, five or six years when we first started the company. And you saw many of buyers, hedge they funds. just go on pause. A yeah. lot of them buy way deeper. So yeah. you can still get deals done, right? but it's a whole different ballgame. Right. Yeah. And then we, yeah. And we did a, a bunch of hedge fund business. So they were buying the what? 80, year and a half to two years. 85 to 105% ARV. 90 to 105% 90 to 105. Of, of ARV. Wow. Right. So we were able to buy, but they liked a little bit nicer houses and a little bit nicer areas. And they were so renting they're, they're a different kind of a seller than a typical wholesale, right. uh, wholesale deal seller. Cause a wholesale deal seller, they might be in like up and coming areas. Um, mm-hmm. Values could be questionable. Um, you, you do still have to find the motivation. Mm-hmm. But when we're acquiring deals for a hedge fund client, you know, they want 95 and newer in most cases, sometimes 2000 and newer. So mm-hmm. they want a little bit nicer, probably and they rent a little bit out. nicer neighborhoods and they're going to keep them. Right. So they'll play. What's to, the strategy of, to retail. Right, of paying retail? So I'm not going to say this the best. <laughs> There's a couple of individuals on the team that know a little bit better than I, but they basically um, and then feel free anyone to, to comment if I screw this up, <laughs> but they basically acquire to buy into hold. They they create some type of bond. So they they, hmm. they yeah some they securitize the assets into a portfolio. Okay, it becomes some type of bond, hmm. and they they do it in association with the federal government. Gotcha. Right? So there's this whole like kind of back end purpose <laughs> wow. to why they how they make sense because we can't make sense of cash flow on buying something for three to four hundred thousand dollars that rents out for eighteen hundred dollars a month. <laughs> Right. And then most of those are not most of those, but a lot of those are in subdivisions with HOA fees. So like right. the cash flow goes extremely negative for someone like me. Yeah. But they've figured out a way to make sense of it. Wow. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. So we so had you scaled back about twelve to fifteen strong relationships. So we did about forty in one month. You know, forty buy and sells. Um, we had seventy under contract before the first interest rate changed mm -hmm. to sell. So we were really so working April? on ramping up. This is about May. May. Yeah. This is about May. Um, and that's where things started to change a little bit. So now we really have about two semi kind of strong uh, hedge funds that are still buying right now. Okay. So we're doing some hedge fund deals and most of just typical wholesale deals that we'll sell to buy and hold local buy and hold investors or uh, right. or flippers. Well, dude, I hope you can yeah. get through this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're do fine. <clears throat> you know, we're, we're proven to do fine last couple of months. Things are looking really good with yeah. the small team that we have now. Mm -hmm. And then once the silver lining shows itself a little bit more over the course of the next six months or so, yeah, then, uh, then turn the gas back on. One thing I just did was liquidated some cash. Um, I just sold a templex of mm -hmm. mine, yep. um, and I uh, I'm gonna make a whole YouTube video about it. So I'm not gonna spill any beans, but you'll see the outcome. But ultimately, I, I didn't make money. I actually lost some, but you'll okay. see exactly how much in my YouTube video. But you know, I liquidated like three quarter million of like just like money that I had stuck. That so now. I have that that money to sit on and get through the recession. Yeah, you know, yep, and, yep, yep. and I'm, I'm at this point, I'm actually looking to hire. <laughs> if there's any commercial project managers out there that can, or superintendents, or flex people, superintendents, project managers, apply at Jesse Lane. No, JLaneConstruction.com/apply. Yeah, <laughs> and you talked about your um, your video, the thirty. What is it? The first thirty years? Yeah. Yeah. first 30 years yeah can they find that on your website also it's actually on my company website on the, the very page? bottom yeah i just threw it on there i was can like can you talk a little bit about that the like, video yeah give a quick overview just like you know came into the world like i said straight out of my mom my dad was filming <laughs> okay and it, i just go through my struggles like i was going to be dead or in jail when i was like third like what yeah 12 13 14 i got kicked out of every single school i went to okay. teachers said i would never be successful i couldn't remember things i couldn't get good grades did some get, of that change hopefully i was now no i still can't get, get good <laughs> grades <laughs> i still have a horrible memory but but what i can do is use siri reminders and siri hey. siri changed my life hashtag shout out to siri so <laughs> siri thanks you i'm sure yeah she does she knows so it's just I was built differently. And so, but going through those struggles and being kicked out of every single school and just smoking pot and just like really failing um, to turning around the documentary, I think really does a great job as far as just laying out that it's 58 minutes and it just tells the story. And it's called the first 30 years. If you type it in, then maybe my name put that on YouTube, Jesse Lane, the first 30 years, you know? Um, so I don't want to spill, sounds like spoil a, it. You yeah. Know? Like, it sounds like a historical video. It's really kind of yeah. like Netflix needs to pick it up. But, but a lot of people have said that. It's like, I don't even know who to contact. But, right, right, yeah. right. Send it to Joe Rogan. Maybe he can. <laughs> yeah. It. He's got specials on Netflix. So. Crazy. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll call it. I'll call in a favor if I can. You don't know Joe Rogan. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> that, I know cool, of though. Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What, what is, so you said the most unique project, right? You said was the conversion that you're working on. In Bay well, that, that yeah, the, that's a massive a unique one. one or the. I don't know, man. We've done uh, like a skincare facility for Calvera. That was cool. Um, an orthodontic shop. I'm kind of, I don't really know of a super unique top of my head. You did a private Disco jet Brewery. facility. Private right? jet facility. Yeah. What is that? We didn't build it ground even... up, but we renovated it. <clears throat> okay. Signature flight. And so okay. people come in, you know, they park the private jets and we came in, we renovated all oh, of their yeah. like break rooms and like, like their coffee area and like their control <laughs> room. So we're back there, like, you know, gutting their control center, like, you know, yeah. laying down like all these new flooring and, Doing a, you know, so when you get a project like that, is yeah. it is it like, oh shit, what the hell are we gonna do? Or are you like super excited? <laughs> no, I'm stoked. Yeah, yeah, like I'm stoked. Um it's because it's new, it's fresh, it's yeah. exciting. Cause that's kind of how I think. Like you could probably tell, like when you ask me a question, I'm like, bing, 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 bing. I'm like, wait, did I answer your question? <laughs> how and why does someone come to you to renovate their private jet facility? I think they're intrigued by our value. Like okay. they and like I said, they know me before they call me, you know? And so it's like they, they maybe saw you on social media. Exactly. Okay. Um, but also they just Google commercial general contractor in Jacksonville, Florida, or just general contractor in Jacksonville, Florida. You're going to see Jalen construction. You're going to see that we're like the highest rated and you're going to then maybe click our website and then you'd be like watching all these client testimonial videos. And it's like, right. if all these other people had such a great experience and then you go to, then why wouldn't I, then you go to other GC websites and it's like, 
It looks like a spreadsheet. Yep, yep, yep. You know wow. what I mean? Wow. Yeah. So um, I'm sure this question comes up, and maybe not from that company, but companies, because a lot of your projects are unique. Were they trying to figure out whether you've ever done another private jet facility before? Oh, that's a good and question. Did it worry them? That's a fantastic question. Because like when you're first starting, what do you do if you have never built a restaurant before or a apartment, you know, like anything like that? Yeah, so yeah. no, I had never at that point. This is that was one of my first projects. Like when I got into the commercial world, um, they weren't too concerned because of how confident it was the confidence that I displayed of. I know this scope. Look at this project that I've done this scope on. Look at this project that I've done this scope on. And it all ties together. And it's like just the fact that it's a private jet facility. It may sound really cool. Yeah, you have a control board and you have this and that. And you have mm -hmm. different like maybe policies or whatever. But it really is not commercial projects really aren't that much different from each other. So from my brewery to my dessert shop, <clears throat> it's kind of the same thing. It's still MEP, fire suppression and roofing and flooring concrete you know what i mean metal framing and 5 ace drywall and fire suppression right. you know <clears throat> when i go into some of these places some of these commercial places <laughs> like car dealerships yeah. you know private jet facilities that <laughs> i always go into yeah um it's not like going into a freshly uh built home or remodeled mm -hmm. flip where you know i look at the uh, the lvp or the right. drywall i can go get that in home depot i look at these wooden you know decorative wooden walls and all right. of this craziness put together that looks like a beautiful piece of art yeah like where do you even begin do you have to create i love that I, stuff or so where do you even go together it's such that? a good dude you're great questions honestly and it comes down to your design team so we we've learned who not to use because we've made mistakes hiring the wrong architect jeez oh, it's yeah and we and okay anyway so then we hire the right architect and it's like night and day <clears throat> it's the architect and but but we are a, a design build gc so um we work hand in hand with six disciplines architectural structural civil mechanical electrical and plumbing okay yeah so those are the components that make up a, a design on, on a project and so our architect so when when a client comes to us and they say we want you to design build our project a lot of times we'll start and say well Let's do a little sliver of a commitment. Say, give me five grand or ten grand or like whatever the value may be, like like a smaller amount versus yeah. a million or five million. Oh yeah, yeah. ten million. And say, let's give you a conceptual kind of idea on an elevation and a floor plan, and then MEP narratives. So MEP stands for mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. So mechanical is HVAC, electrical and plumbing yep, is. Yep, yep. So once we have that conceptual thing done, this is like our design build process. I'm talking about right now. Once we have that conceptual phase done, we're going to know a lot more about and it's like 10% or so of the actual total like design process. So we complete a little bit, but then we know like kind of much closer what it's going to cost, like 95% accuracy or, or 90 or 98 or it depends on the project, but versus like 30% or like a conceptual like pie in the sky, like back a napkin thing. Mm -hmm. So once we have that, then we can sign a design build contract. Then we can get into to answer your question. <laughs> actually going to do it this time um is getting into those finishes and those selections in the design build portion you know yeah. so hopefully this might be i'm not sure if you're if everyone's kind of picking up on what i'm saying but you start with can this is our process we start with conceptual get a lot of it figured out <clears throat> get those narratives and the floor plan and then ele one elevation and we can know kind of what it's going to look like what the floor plan is going to be elevation is just a it shows from the side or the front view like you can see what the building is going to look sure, like sure, yeah, yep, from like yep. the outside. And then a floor plan is just like you take a piece of paper and you're looking straight down on your floor, you know, and you see yep. your walls, just walls, like, doors. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then your MEP is going to say, well, your mechanical is going to tell you, this is where your ductwork goes. This is about how many CFMs and this is about how many tons you're going to need. And then an electrical amps, volts, wattage, you know, all this stuff like this, you need a 400 amp panel for this space, you know? And then plumbing, you know, this is where the bathrooms are going to go, blah, blah. So water heater in this closet. Anyway, so it, it really gives us a lot of data. Then we can sign a design, build a contract, and then start picking out finishes and get the client what they really want. Hmm. That was a lot of words. That was a lot of words. I probably could a lot have of acronyms. condensed that. Yeah. 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 Usually if I yeah. don't understand something, I take it as disrespect, but I, I don't think that you meant it that way this time. So, <laughs> oh, well, slide. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's amazing. That's Man. funny.
Yeah, there's a lot that there's a lot that goes into it. People don't anticipate that stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, I think we do a good job of like explaining it to the client, you know, um, and we're trying to get better and better. Like even today, we had a meeting. Like, let's talk about our our brochure and like our explaining our processes, so the client really gets it, you know, because I'm all I'm all about systemization. So if we can yeah, yeah. build a new process and we have to keep explaining it, once you explain it that second time, build a process for it, you know. So we're building visuals. Do you have like a video library that you also have to send them so that they kind of understand it in more depth? Or is it really just I don't person? Yeah, no, but it's like okay. that's in the back of my head. So like as I kind we, of think of a business plan, like, yeah, like people this. might have a 60 day business, a 60 page business plan. Mm -hmm. And then you want to turn that 60 page into 30 pages, then 15 two. we, we need yes. this all on one page. So you need this yep. explanation for your clients. Yes. On one page. Very clear, concise. Yes. So that they understand it. Yes. It's funny because we just talked about that today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is the, one of the most difficult things to do. It really is <laughs> hard. Too much data. <laughs> so a lot of info. You heard me ramble, but you know, yeah, working on condensing that and getting the client what they need. So 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 where where so all right. What the, I'll ask this first. What where is where's your coverage area? Are you just local in Jacksonville? You're the state of Florida. Or We're taking go, over the world. Taking over the no, world. No, I'm just kidding. We're in Jacksonville. Okay. Great question. We are nation. Uh, sorry, we're Florida wide, but we have hopes and dreams. Maybe in the next five, 10, 15 years to kind of take over the nation. Okay, take yeah. over the nation. Take it over. Okay, I'm gonna okay. be president. President of the nation. No, yeah, why not? <laughs> no, I would never be president. I'm horrible. You'd at be politics. the best president there ever was. Yeah. No president better. Gonna than be you. super fantastic. It's gonna <laughs> be huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in the nation, what about beyond? You're gonna stop there. I think, yeah. Why? I don't know, man. I'll, I'll let's do another Puerto podcast in ten years. I know that. Yeah, maybe they do. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, my systems can be scaled, you know. So I'm definitely open to that in the future. When do you think you'll start? Because do you have to go to like another state first? You can't just like. I would say so. Okay. I think I need to get licensed in in like maybe Georgia or like maybe we can go to Colorado and like, you know. I probably don't want to, I don't know about California and New York. I mean, at least real estate's a little rough there. I'm not right, sure. Maybe right. construction is great. I don't know. <clears throat> I think, but Florida, we have no reason to do to go anywhere else right now because Florida's crushing it. I think DeSantis mm. is amazing. And I think the it's a, it'll be the last to dip in a recession. I gotcha. I yeah. gotcha. I gotcha. Awesome, yeah. man. Well, so what's next for Jesse Lane? What's I love immediately it. next? What should people look out for? Should well, they keep an eye on your website, YouTube channel, what? Yeah, I just had my first business conference in October. Oh yeah, of 2022. Let's talk about that. Well, it was just awesome. I had 80 people show up from like across the nation. That's Where was that? Yeah, it was at it was at my church actually, River City Church. Oh no, Belfort uh, or South Point Parkway. Anyway, okay. but it was so awesome, dude. I got chills even talking about it. Just like the people. When was that again? It was in October. October. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So two months ago. So they just showed up, bro, and they just like hugged me and just like came on stage like after the fact and like grab the mic which is like jesse lane like changed my life and like watching his videos like i became a gc because of him and like because i do a lot of videos on like how to get your license and how to find subcontractors and how to how to start your business like i really want to help people right you know? like, right of course yeah what were so can you recall one of the success stories that someone might have talked about oh gosh i suck at remembering specific stuff but it's just like it's just like a conglomerate in my head of like all these people that watch a video got their license started their business, bought my like templates. Cause on Jesse Lane consulting, you I tell those templates. stories from the video to the startup and beyond. Wait, what you have, the, they have those stories. Well, I, at the end of my documentary, I have a bunch of videos from people no way. giving me videos saying Jesse Lane, it's whoever, whatever the name was from Australia, mate. I just watched no your videos way. and it, this guy, Hey, it's a uh, Prakash from India or like, they, like people all across the world are, are watching. Holy Maybe they couldn't moly. have come to the, the conference, but right. So, and they're using your concepts in yeah. their countries. Yes. That's yes. And they're crazy. buying my templates. Like I sell a proposal template and an estimating spreadsheet. And I I sell hundreds, thousands of these things, you know, and they're, they're, you gotcha. know. How, yeah. how many days was the uh, event? It was two. It was, it was Saturday two and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. This year coming up now, 2023, I'm planning on doing something even bigger and uh, really, really oh, cool. No way. I got some things in the works, maybe a little bit of George Headley. Um, which okay. is that guy that I referenced that I read his book that yep, changed yep, yep. my life in the past. I've been talking to him. So a lot of exciting stuff amazing coming up. I think that would be the one big thing to look forward to in October. So what should people keep an eye on? Just your social media? Yeah, just pages. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Lane TV on Instagram. And then just my name, Jesse Lane on um, you know, YouTube. On YouTube? Yeah. And, okay. yeah so 
Jesse Lane subscribe, TV. hit the bell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would definitely subscribe to Jesse Lane on YouTube. I mean, I, that's my main platform. I would say Instagram is more. I love Instagram. Those are my two main platforms. I don't know about you. I'm curious to hear, but like Instagram and YouTube. My wife's like blown up on TikTok right now. But like, there's so many. Oh yeah. There's so many yeah. different platforms, and and I I suck so bad at LinkedIn. Like I don't know what it is, but like I'll post, I'll get like eight likes. You know, I don't know if I've heard of someone <clears> doing really. Well, on LinkedIn, or really hit on LinkedIn. But, I don't know. But, but then again, yeah. I'm not really in the social media world. Too. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do a little bit of Instagram, a little bit of, uh, I mean, Facebook, just general, post yeah, family yeah. type stuff. A little right, the right, show right, is right. probably one of the things that we do the most. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. seen it. Yeah, and we post on Yellowbird and stuff. The show. Yep, I guess. yep, 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 yeah, yep, yep. For sure, for cool. sure. Yeah, and one thing we didn't touch on, maybe we can just maybe spend a couple of minutes on it before we wrap this up. But multifamily. Yeah. Right. So you'll renovate them. You'll develop them. Yeah. We so talk about it a I lot. bought like, you know, my own multifamily deal. Like we kind of talked about, um, oh, yeah, the, was at the DLP event and whatever yeah, 10 units, the 10 plex. Yeah. So I know what it, what it's like to own. And, but I do deals that are, you know, 40 million to $80 million deals. Like, you know, not like me, but like a client, like doing these, these bigger deals, like the 300 units, the, <clears throat> the 116 units, the 232 units, you know, renovating these things value added and maybe they spend 20 and 30 grand a door maybe they spend 40 50 grand a door you know like including an amenity center new roof windows mep you know flooring cabinets granite you know paint wow showers back you know <clears throat> so yeah i mean i would imagine with all of these projects and all of this experience i mean do you, do you have a tough time taking on all of the clients that want to work with you i have a tough time getting back to all the leads Wow. I, I I really do. And and a lot of them, I hate to say it, man, but they go unanswered. Like the residential ones, like the ones that would you come into Chick-fil-A, I'm Chick-fil-A, and you're asking for a burger. I don't I don't do residential, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so it's just when they call and they're the targeted client, I'm gonna give them the time time of day, especially when they're qualified in. I I tell them, guys, listen, really want to make sure you're qualified. You have the money for the project, we're a good fit, you're a good fit, etc. We like each other. Then we really sink our teeth in. I mean, we like we estimate it before we even get the job, hardcore. Like every screw, every bolt, we don't change order. You know, we mm -hmm. really try not to. Like some GCs are like, oh, the, the drawings don't show an electric panel, so I'm not going to include it. So my and then they go and the client hires the GC that was lower than me, but I included the electric panel because I know they they need it to operate their their business. You know, right, right. So, so what do you think will happen there? They'll just hit them with another bill later. Oh yeah, they'll get a change order. Say, well, do you want me to complete your job? You know, right? You need an electric panel, don't you? Why didn't you? Blah, blah, blah. It's on the drawings. I said I'm going to do what's on the drawings. That's right. what these GCs are doing, and that's what we're really trying to do differently. But the problem we run into, it's just that's not how the GC world. It's kind of cutthroat. But I'm not a cutthroat guy, yeah. so it's just what a lot of these um, clients don't understand. Right, right, right. So I guess your challenge is trying to figure out what to point out so they don't miss it on their other estimates. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you don't know what someone's going to hold back. Right. You can't assume that they're going to get something with half of the responsibilities. On I that. don't know that. Yeah, that's tough. Mm -hmm. That's tough. It yeah. is hard. So I guess uh, that's where your your uh, your personality, honesty, your integrity, your integrity, yeah. your social media videos, right. portray. Right, exactly. Yeah, Just awesome. keep being consistent, you know. Now, now I'm getting it. Now I'm seeing why the social media is so so important. Yeah, for sure. I love it, man. That's amazing. That's good hey, stuff. So, um, once again, can you let everyone know how to reach out to you on social media or how to follow you? It's uh, Instagram. I appreciate it. Instagram is Jesse Lane TV. J E S S E L A N E T V. So, and then just YouTube is just Jesse Lane. J E S S E L A N E. Oh, questions? Oh, questions. <laughs> I mean, we just oh, can't can't. Even hey, see. we're all people. We want to answer them. Where are they? Oh, we can't really see him, man. Yeah, I can't see him. I think we might have a couple of minutes on. We've got some questions. Yeah, read them. So, uh, these are all from Malachi Miller. Okay. Uh, he says, hey, Jesse, what's the secret to working with clients that <laughs> well, what kind of, I don't know what, I wish I could like bring him in. Like what kind of uh, projects does he invest in? Is it large multifamily? Is it like crappy little flips? Like, is he trying to do lipstick on a pig? Cause like if you're trying to do lipstick on a pig and you want to reach out to Jade Lane Construction, kick rocks, you know what I'm saying? Like, like right, you know, in right, the most right. respectful way. But then if you're like, so, but are you an investor that's wanting to do really quality work? Not at the like super retail price, but at a good price 
you know, like, I don't know what exactly are you trying to do? Um, the secret to working with contractors, I, the one secret would be to scope the, the project's scope. You have to know what the scope is. If you come to a contractor and you're like, I don't know what I want, a GC can help you, especially if it's design build, pick your flooring, pick your this, pick your that. But if you're going to go in and like start changing it and then do this and like, what about that? Get that kind of figured out first and then come to them with a clear, concise plan because their time is really valuable. That's true. And yeah. what, I, I would, I would add to that, yeah. I mean, I'm not a general contractor, but I've got some experience You're close in, a, now. in another, in another industry, but yeah, yeah I'm closer now for sure. But um, I mean, I, I think I would network and just talk to a ton of other general contractors or, or vendors, pick their brains, see what makes you comfortable. And then also go with your gut. A lot of times your gut's not wrong. If you feel like something's wrong, then you might just want to check on the job or call the individual. Great episode. Nice. Okay. What's the next question? Uh, it is, what was your biggest fail in business? My biggest fail. Mm. Dang. Well, some of it can't really talk about too much. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's we only talk about the wins. Yeah. No, I mean like yeah. I've, we've made some mistakes where I, I had a business partner once on like we kind of joint venture on a project and there were some permits not pulled hmm. and that almost took me, took me out of business. And so, um, I was just kind SLPs, of, SOPs, man. Yeah. I was kind of following, like following the lead and like everything like that. So that was my biggest fail. Um, and I would, I'll never, ever, ever do that again. Ever. But do you have like some kind of checklist or some kind of SOP? Where there, you yeah. There's a standard that? operating procedure where yeah. J lane internal, you know, it's like that internal systems website I talked about. Oh yeah. It's all yeah. in there. There's a permitting tab and oh, it's yeah. heavily built out now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't risk it. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Once fun. again, thanks guys. Uh, we did the closing already. So we appreciate you guys. Hey, double closing, double closing. Have a great evening. See you. See ya.